0: hot 1027 good morning beautiful people of god it's wonderful to be back with you again this morning you're listening to sunrise with Shona on hot 1027 now i'm sure like me in ghateng at least you've enjoyed some slightly warmer days i do wonder what sort of week you've had and i must just say please be careful and look after yourselves i've done several COVID funerals this week so we aren't quite past the third wave yet this morning we continue in, in John's Gospel, John chapter 6, verses 24 to 35. And if you remember last week, we looked at Jesus feeding the 5,000, and I said how important it was for us to recognize that God still performs miracles today. And we looked at Jesus walking on water. Today we pick up the narrative, and what was interesting for me this time, and you know that's what I love about Scripture, it's so alive, it's always different. What was interesting this time is that I noted that the crowd suddenly noticed Jesus and the disciples were missing. And I found that interesting. Why didn't they see Jesus and the disciples leaving? They were all together after all. And I don't actually have an answer. But maybe they were so distracted with the food and talking to each other that they didn't notice. I worry sometimes that we might be so distracted by the things around us that we don't notice God. Just a thought. Reading from John 6, and I will sort of summarize this. The crowds realize Jesus and his disciples are not there, so they're getting boats and they go to Capernaum in search of Jesus. When they find him, they say, Rabbi, when did you get here? And Jesus tells them, You know, you looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate bread and you had your full. Don't work for food that spoils, says Jesus, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. So then they ask Jesus, What must we do to do the work God requires? And Jesus says, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent, in other words, to believe in Jesus. So they ask him, what sign are you going to give us? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness and he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, it is not Moses who's given you the bread from heaven, but God who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And so they say, always give us this bread. And Jesus declares, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Can you imagine, never being hungry, never being thirsty again? This morning I'm looking at John chapter 6, verses 24 to 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Placing this reading in context, the people have followed Jesus and are expecting another miracle feeding with material bread. After all, Jesus had just fed 5,000 men, plus the women and children, with five barley loaves and two fish. Instead of more bread, they got Jesus and their hearts become conflicted. Now, in my own experience of following Jesus, Jesus does bring peace and joy and love. But sometimes, Jesus awakens us by challenging us and making us uncomfortable, So we have to seek a deeper truth and are more open to God. We may feel that as conflict between what is and what might be. And as we feel that, um, we also feel the conflict between our understanding and his understanding, between knowing about Jesus and really knowing Jesus. I always say Christianity is about a heart relationship, not a head relationship. And it's not always comfortable and it's not always logical. So many things are not logical. Love your enemies. Forgive. Don't worry. Turn the other cheek. Yet when we put them into practice, God does the work with us, and we are set free to enjoy abundant life. So in today's reading, he's challenging the people to consider what kind of bread they're seeking and eating perishable or imperishable. Then he declares himself to be the bread of life, the living bread that came down from heaven. And that's when the conflict starts. The Jews begin to complain He didn't come from heaven. We know who he is. It's Mary and Joseph's boy. They know facts about Jesus, but they don't actually know Jesus. Jesus tells them to be quiet and to stop complaining and said, Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and yet they died. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread I will give for the life of the world is my own flesh. Jesus offers them a choice. Living bread or manna, life or death. It's the same choice all of us have each and every day. So why all the conflict? What's really going on? Well, Jesus is making an outrageous claim. You could just imagine someone doing it here. Now, today, we'd also be conflicted by what he's saying. Jesus, whom they see as the son of a carpenter and a peasant, is claiming that it is not God who's providing the manna through him to them, as God did for the Israelites in the desert, but he himself is the manna, the bread, and that while God through Moses was feeding the Jewish nation, Jesus is the bread for the entire world. I can understand quite clearly, quite clearly why they were so um, uncomfortable with the statement. Because Jesus is challenging their frame of reference, the box they've created for God. Jesus is challenging them to step outside of the established, comfortable, and familiar context they've created for themselves. He refuses to be limited by their understanding. Jesus invites them as he invites us today to live a new life, a larger life, a life that is not bound by the past or by a limited thinking, Jesus invites them to eat this new bread, bread that truly satisfies. one o two seven. This is Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church in North Riding. Welcome, it's great to be with you this morning, and I hope you are well. I've been looking at Jesus' I Am statements, in fact just one in John's Gospel, I Am the Bread of Life. And actually whenever I think of bread, I must confess that as a child we lived in Grahamstown, and there was a bakery there called Paula's Bakery. And one of my greatest treats and that smell and that taste still lingers with me today. My dad would sometimes come home at lunchtime with a hot loaf of bread. And just to have bread and butter, it was such a treat. But Jesus now is calling himself the bread of life and asking us to move away from material bread. He's asking them, the people around him there, to reframe their thinking, as God often asks us to reframe ours. And I wonder if you, like me, often have to rethink, think and reframe your understanding of God as God does things that surprise you i know i'm frequently surprised by god i've found that we need to be open to all possibilities as god is infinitely more than we can understand or even imagine when we accept this i found that i'm less conflicted less judgmental less stressed and i experience that deep peace that passes all understanding god is all and in all and therefore i can relax and just do what i need to do and let god do the rest God is all in all. We can relax, do what we can do, and let God do the rest. And so we often blame outside sources for our conflict, when in fact the conflict is within us. We see this with Jews who get angry with Jesus because he's challenging them to move outside of their comfort zone and see and think differently. We see it in ourselves. It's much easier to blame someone else rather than to change yourself. We need to be careful that we do not use our frame of reference to try to control, limit, or exclude God. We need to ask God for a frame of reference that originates within God, not with ourselves, not with other people. Sometimes our past and things we've done and experienced prevent us from eating the bread of life because we feel we are not worthy and we've been conditioned into thinking a certain way. Jesus is the bread of life, the living bread. All of us are offered the opportunity to receive freely from Jesus. Jesus, through his life, death and resurrection, has set all of us free. We can't change the past, but we can make different choices today. Every moment of every day, God invites us to eat new bread, to step out of the old context into the new way of living and being. God gives us bread from heaven, knowing that we are hungry. To this end, this morning, I would like to leave you with one last image. I was looking around the garden on Thursday afternoon, and I noticed that even though most of the trees in the church garden are bare, new leaves were starting to form and I feel God is saying this to all of us right now as we face these challenging times in South Africa. We need to be like the trees. We are going through hard times, through desert times, but we will get through this. It might be the winter of our soul, but we need to keep our arms lifted up to God, just as the trees do, and God brings new life in due season. We need to know that God is the bread of life, and God will hold us through the night and God will always be with us. So may God bless and protect you and those you love and pray for. I do hope you have a wonderful week. Keep warm, and thanks for listening. God bless. Hot. 1027.